Welcome everyone to Horror Cafe, where we're serving up a cup of horror one episode at a time. I'm Erica. And I'm Jackie. And this month, it's Horrifying Art Month. We'll explain kind of what that is. This is episode 16, and we are finally talking about The Witch. Yes, we are. What you drinking over there? I made myself a caramel mocha iced coffee this morning. Okay, at least you added mocha to change it up. Yes, I had both, so I figured... Why not? Just... What's up with that little cup you're drinking from? It's a Starbucks blonde vanilla latte. Very fancy. Nice and caffeinated. (laughs) (laughs) So we came up with this art, well, because the movies this month, I consider them artsy horror movies or not your traditional horror movie where it's in your face, it's more... Blatant. Subliminal. Right. And... It is beautiful to look at, even Mm -hmm. if it is horrifying. So that's why we came up with it. For this month. For this month. I'm very excited about this month. I see Because I really like these movies. They're they're like... They're a good selection. Amazing and weird. Yes, they are. So... Anyway, let's get on with the plot. All right. In 1630, New England, panic and despair envelops a farmer, his wife, and their children when youngest son Samuel suddenly vanishes. The family blames Thomason, the oldest daughter who was watching the boy at the time of his disappearance. With suspicion and paranoia mounting, twin siblings Mercy and Jonah suspect Thomason of witchcraft, testing the clan's faith, loyalty, and love to one another. That pretty much sums up, sums up excuse me, the entire movie. The biggest theme here after watching it again, is paranoia mm-hmm. and fear, especially back then. Faith. Yeah. Based fear. Because, you know, as you go back to your high school and middle school American history, you know, the Puritans came here because of religion, right? They're fleeting England for this. And then it's just, it's an obsession with it. Mm-hmm. So, and then this whole witchcraft part of it was a big deal back then. So, big thing there. Faith, like you said, but paranoia is the big one because of faith. Right. It's being run by faith and fear of such. Mm-hmm. Fear of persecution. Yeah. Fear of the devil. <laughs> fear right. of your soul being taken away into unrestful eternity. Yeah, because they talk, well, they talk about that yeah. throughout the movie. Yeah. We did watch this when it came out, not at the theater. Now I regret, well, maybe it's actually good that we didn't watch it at the theater because you need subtitles for this movie. At least we do. Yeah. Um, but it would have been visually stunning to watch at the movies. But we did watch it when it came out for rental and we had heard how amazing this movie was, the best horror movie in years. Stephen King was giving it this rave review. And then we watched it and we agreed that it was stunning visually mm-hmm. it was a beautiful piece of art right yes i agree but we were like what no no you put wtf in our notes yeah in caps wtf <laughs> like what the fuck because i remember when we finished it we looked at each other and we were like what's th- i don't get it like what happened <laughs> we were so confused and it's because we didn't And honestly, it is because we didn't understand it because I watched it again with subtitles and then I really did enjoy the movie because you miss the paranoia if you don't understand what's going on. Right. Um, When we rented it, I remember that the the subtitles were not available and that's why we were not able to enjoy that part of it, to understand the movie. Um, When we watched this movie the first time, you know, I hated it like with a passion i said i will not watch this movie again even after i told you it's because of the subtitles you were very against it i felt that it just went right over my head and the fact that i couldn't understand a damn word of what they (laughs) the hell they were saying just added to my dislike yeah of the movie 
Like how, why make it so impossible to understand it? Fast forward many years. Meaning now. <laughs> yes. We have subtitles on the movie. Mm-hmm. And I will admit that I thoroughly enjoyed watching this movie and that I like the movie. Are you happy now? I'm happy. Well, I didn't want you, I didn't, it's okay if you don't like it, but I just wanted you to give it that extra chance because we missed the whole movie yes. the first time. Because we, we did. didn't understand anything. And I agree. And and I and I participated. <laughs> well, listen, everyone. She was like, ugh, when we were getting ready to watch this movie. Yes. Even at the beginning when we were, you know, starting it, Dad was enjoying it. Yes, he seemed to quite enjoy it. I mean, go figure. And you were frustrated at some point. And I'm like, pause the movie. Do you want me to explain what's going on? He knew what was going on. Do you know I why? Knew. Why? Because <laughs> I had to keep looking down at my notes. I know. I, I gave up writing notes because then I couldn't follow the movie. Right. Because I was concentrating on... That's I'm fair. writing, and then I'd look up, and, I and you know, half a scene had gone by, and I'm like, what the hell's going on now? Right. Well. This was not an easy movie to watch and do notes. It's not, but the good thing is it is a very straightforward movie, and visually stunning, as I keep saying, because I, I really do enjoy the filming and the, just, all of it. Anyway. And with that, let's go on to movie facts. Here we go. you've got quite a few here. I do. So... Rotten Tomatoes, the critics did give it 90% and the audience gave it 59. And I can see the discrepancy. So this is one of those movies, and I did read this as I was looking it up. You either like it or you hate it. Like, there's no in the middle. Well, is it because they had this, that these individuals had the same problem? Could be. That I had, where it was just like, what the hell? It could be that, and it could be also, again, this is a very different horror movie. Right. A lot is happening, but a lot is not happening. It's very subtle. Right, and it's, because again, this is more of a mental horror movie until the end, where you do get more of a visual and more, I guess, action. Mm Mm-hmm. So I think that's the other reason, plus obviously not understanding what's going on. Yeah. Perhaps. Mm -hmm. I I don't know if this is a popular issue. (laughs) But well, it was for me. It was for us initially. <laughs> anyway, it was released on February nineteenth, twenty sixteen. It had a budget of four million dollars and it grossed forty million dollars. So not bad. Yeah. Okay. And the director of this movie, who now I have heard of because this was his debut, it's Robert Eggers, right? He wanted to film this in New England, right? Because obviously, this is taking place. You know, and when this really happened back then, it was taking place in New England, but because of taxes and cost, <clears throat> sorry, they had to film in Canada. And this also proved as an issue because he didn't feel like the forest in Canada mimicked New England, right? Huh. It was, you know, not enough what he was. So he's very, picky's not the right word. He was very, you know, deliberate. Partic- he was deliberate he wanted in his choices. It in- exactly. And we'll get into that as well. So they had to go, quote unquote, off the map to find a location that seemed or was extremely remote. Because you really want, and I mean, you get that. You get that they are in the middle of nowhere. nowhere. Your favorite place of all time. (laughs) Exactly. This I found really cool. So this is what I mean by he's, he's very, he wanted things a particular way. He shot everything with natural light. So... If it was a gloomy day, which you notice the whole movie is pretty gloomy, pretty gloomy that's it. He didn't add lighting. That is the lighting. And you can tell because there's certain scenes where the lighting is like kind of dark or you can tell that it's a gloomy day. And that's what he wanted. He doesn't, he did not add any artificial light at night. It was only that candlelight that you see in the scene. So I think it just adds to the overall. The artiness. overall. Well, yeah. and just the way it looks, like it's beautiful and you feel like you're there with them. Mm-hmm. I have to agree with that. Yeah, you are pulled into the movie because mm-hmm. of the the lighting effects, the way it's just directed in general. The shots are, are amazing. And the way, and I mean being pulled in, like that you're there with them because even the environment, the, the little cottage and the farm, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. That's it. <laughs> 
Yeah, there wasn't a local Seven Eleven or uh, right. uh, you know, you know, and Food Stop or Wawa around the corner. And one of the things that Thomason said later when she was with her brother was that, you know, she was asking him, "Do you remember having glass on the windows?" They don't even have that. I know. That's what I'm saying. That's how primitive that camp or well, their little farm is. And I think it was worth it to you know, build that set and make it look as authentic mm-hmm. as it did. He also chose, so if you look at the film's title, it's, you know, the witch is obviously with a W, but when you look at it, it's spelled with two Vs instead of a W. And this is, apparently this, is, he found this is the spelling of the Jacobian era that he found on a witchcraft pamphlet and other like period texts. Weird, That's pretty right? cool. Yeah. Yeah. Which leads to the character spoke in Jacobian English with Yorkshire English accents. I wonder how hard it was to learn to Those speak accents? like this. I mean, these are British actors, but... Well, they have I mean, their own dialect, just like we do throughout the U.S. So. I know, but they have to change it to sound that way. I just wonder if that... That I couldn't find, like, did that take a while? Like, how... I don't know. That's always interesting how mm-hmm. they, you know, learn that kind of stuff. All right, the rich, ru- the rich, the witch <laughs> running away with the baby is actually the film's makeup artist. So there so you go. You didn't have starring, to pay an extra for that. Role. <laughs> Charlie, who is the goat that plays a uh, black Philip, was on a leash in the shots um, when they were close to the kids, and it's digitally removed. So that there you go. Yeah, because goats, man, they can, they're real cute, but they can kick hard. <laughs> uh, it, as we saw. <laughs> the man, the actor who plays William, which is Ralph uh, Ineson, sorry if I said that wrong, lost 30 pounds for the role, doing yoga, not eating, and chopping a lot of wood. <laughs> and boy, does he chop a lot of wood in this movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the scene of the raven when it's picking at the mom's breast. It was actually a real bird, and it was uh, the actress was wearing a prosthetic breast. So I thought that was cool. So there wasn't a lot of CGI here either, which is great. But I'm seeing it in your notes that it was done in one take. Wow. Isn't that great? That's one hell of a well-trained bird. That's a good bird. <laughs> so let's go on to movie observations, and we'll talk about the characters. Mm-hmm. There aren't a bunch, so that's good. There is... <laughs> Thomason, who is the eldest child and is the daughter. There is William, the dad. Mm -hmm. Catherine, the mom. Caleb, the brother. Mercy and Jonas, who are twins, Mm -hmm. and they're the young siblings. And then there's Sam, the baby. The witch, Black Philip, the goat. That's it. Another fun fact, the actors who play William and Catherine, they're in Game of Thrones. (laughs) You know, ironically, right? Yeah. Just, you know, thought I would throw them in there. I don't remember who William plays, but Catherine plays um, Catelyn Stark's sister. That I can't remember people's names right now because, you know, there's too many characters in Game of Thrones. Yes. Anyway. All right. So we start the movie with a colony, I would say. They call it a plantation. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a big community. They're in a church and it looks like they're being tried. Mm Mm-hmm. William looks like he's a believer in certain things, but the plantation isn't, you know, there's a, it, we start off with religion right away. Yes. It's an issue with religion. Yeah. And the plantation is basically like, then we're outcasting you and William's okay with that. But they're hypocrites because really they, they all migrated. I know. From all the way from England to here mm-hmm. to avoid religious persecution. And yet they're doing the exact same thing to him. Well, that's always the irony of all history and wars and all that kind of thing. I get it. It's right. just like, wow. Yeah. So what's funny about the opening shot is that they focus on Thomason where she's like in disbelief. And she's like, she has this ex- expression of, oh, crap. Yeah. What's happening while she the doesn't rest... want to leave. That's what it is. Right. And the rest of the family is like in line with each other and ready to leave. And this is where Caleb, their mm-hmm. son, actually just basically says, hey, let's go. Yeah. Not obviously that because it was in Jacobian English, but right. <laughs> he basically said, hey, move on. Let's yeah. go. So they do. 
they pack up some stuff, I guess. And they head out. And they head out. And they plant themselves in a very, very remote location. Beautiful shots of this area. They show the area bare. And then they, you know, I guess, obviously, time goes by where they show the little farm that they built. You know what I find interesting is, like, how quickly they constructed. I mean, yes, they were shacks, definitely. Well, we don't know how long that took. We don't. It would have been interesting to know six months later, you know, whatever, to know how long it took them to put this farm together. Right. Because they have even grown corn, apparently. They Mm -hmm. have crops and everything growing. Yep. And goats. Yeah. And and chickens. And goats and chicken. All that. pig, I think, right? I don't remember. I don't remember a pig. pig. Anyway. But but yeah, but at the same time, do they have concept of time? (laughs) I don't know. Out there. So maybe that's the other reason, like. They would never know how much time has gone by. Like, how do they keep track of that <laughs> if they're not with other colonies? Yeah. So they've built this new farm for themselves. We see Thomason on her knees praying and asking for forgiveness because apparently she's not pulling her weight. She's probably a teenager. We can assume, you know, she is now a teenager and, you know... She's just being a teenager, which is... Right, but she's asking forgiveness because she feels that she is sinning. Yeah. So she does this whole long thing again, you know, and this is the beginning, you know, forgive me for sinning and just for what? For not doing your work? like For being a teenager, basically. Pretty much. Right. Then we cut to Thomason is now babysitting, playing with her baby brother, who is Sam, and they're playing peekaboo. And I remember this from the trailer. Yes, I do too. That, you know, she's playing peekaboo. And then all of a sudden when she looks back at one of the times at the end, the baby's gone. Yeah. She's covering her eyes and going peekaboo, peekaboo, like you would with a normal baby, with a regular, any old baby. And all of a sudden, I mean, her expression was like, what the hell? Yeah. The baby's just gone. Just like, you know, the the thing that makes the baby disappearing even more mysterious, right? <clears throat> if it was, I mean, which is our people, but, well, if she was flying, I guess that would make sense. Why wouldn't you hear somebody running away, right? Like she wasn't running, maybe. That's what I'm saying. She could have been flying. I just answered my own yeah. question. <laughs> so there went that. Anyway, Tomlinson is freaked out now. She runs into the forest to look for the baby. Bad idea, especially if you don't know anything about the forest. And you do see a red hooded figure with the baby, like running through Mm -hmm. the forest. I guess that's the makeup artist. Right. (laughs) It's safe to say the baby's gone. And then we go, we follow the witch into this ritual. We see it's it's a naked woman, an older woman, right? And she's like, like kind of like a pestle and mortar, like the, mm-hmm. is that what that, pestle yeah. and mortar? And she's kind of like doing that to some kind of barrel. And you're like, oh my God, I think the baby's in that. Like she's literally, what's the, <laughs> made it into a pestle. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to call it. But basically, because they, they kind of show it and there's blood around this mm-hmm. container um, she's doing this weird ritual, and then you kind of see this witch with her with this broomstick, right? Because right. it's a st- it's a stick, but we're gonna call it a broomstick. And she's covered in blood. Yeah, and she's greasing up with the, the baby, the broom or whatever her flying stick. Yeah, yeah, with there you go. The baby, whatever is left of it. Right. It's. Pretty gruesome. Yeah. In a very subtle way, mm-hmm. you get immediately what's going on. Right. And I honestly do not remember the scene from when we first watched it. No, oh, me either. I didn't I, remember, I didn't remember a lot of anything from here because I guess I was so frustrated with the movie that I just erased it. Right. And then they show the witch, which was, look. it looks like a bird, but then it's her it's flying. It's her flying. This gives them the ability or her the ability to fly, apparently. That's insinuated or at least that's what it seems like well apparently i looked this up 
after we watched the movie, this was a quote unquote witchcraft ritual that they needed, you know, pure, you know, child blood to do that with a ritual to help them basically give them the flying and the power, which so is very weird. They were fuel. Yeah. I guess you can. That's pretty fucked up. You can say that. <laughs> Clearly, Catherine, who is the mother, is overcome with grief because Sam is gone. I mean, who wouldn't, you know? Mm -hmm. Then we, now we have another problem. Their crops are pretty much shitty. They're, they've gone bad. <laughs> they've gone bad. And it's not enough to hold them over for winter. Because mm -hmm. it's, it's safe to say it looks pretty cold already. So it's going to get worse. Can I say it? What? Winter is coming. Yes. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. Because it already looks cold, and then even by their clothes, well, then again, they wore all that clothing even in heat. Let's, but you can tell. Let's talk about that for a minute. What? All the clothes? The clothes, and I know these people were not showering, bathing, oh, God. whatever. Let the, let's Ugh, not go there. Gross. That's just gross. So, William and Caleb go hunting, and we find that William has set, you know, a, a trap. Mm -hmm. It's empty. Yep. And they're going to reset it again. So they were unsuccessful. But as they're walking back, oh, and they have a dog, by the way. Yes. As they're walking back, they they run into a rabbit. Not run, but, you know, they see a rabbit from afar and they're like, oh, great. You know, let's let's kill it so mm -hmm. we can eat it. And the rabbit's just staring at them. Now, yeah, normally a rabbit runs away. Yeah. This this rabbit was just staring them down. And there was, you mentioned something. The eye? The, yes. It it looked weird. Weird. The eye. And the way it was just, like I said, most rabbits, I mean, when I've encountered rabbits in the wild, they see you and they're like, okay, bye. Yeah. <laughs> and they just literally bounce away. Um, but this rabbit was just dead staring at these I people. I felt like the rabbit was challenging them. That's what it looked like. It was just like the stare down, like, yeah, try it. Try it. And of course, because this is the 1600s, guns aren't the same right. as they are now. They have to like you know, pour the gunpowder and prepare it and light it. Talk about, like... Can you imagine? <laughs> like, you would have been faster with a bow and arrow at yeah, this point, right? I think that would have been faster. So William sets up the gun. He shoots at the rabbit, but it backfires on him. So obviously they didn't catch the rabbit, and the rabbit goes away. Happily. Mm -hmm. The rabbit is important. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, there's a lot... In this movie, there's a lot of family argument. Mm -hmm. multiple times and it's all because of grief and the paranoia and just the situation that they're in and it's all starting with one leaving this plantation and now with sam gone this is also you know the mom's in grief and she's yeah. very angry she's angry at at thomason at thomason she blames her she blames her but she's also angry i think at william for taking her out yes i out of the, I believe so. Out of her settlement, her plantation, as they called it. Yeah. Um, from the new life that they had established to mm -hmm. out into the middle of nowhere where they're going to starve. Yeah. Because there's just not enough. Mm -hmm. And they talk about that throughout, throughout the movie. Now we cut to Thomason and Caleb at the brook. Thomason mm -hmm. is washing mm -hmm. clothing. I can't even imagine. Yeah. Your dad even made a comment of like, what the hell? She'll never finish. <laughs> I think they just do spot cleaning. I like guess. a dry cleaner? Like a dry cleaner. <laughs> and it's important to, well, it's, I don't think, maybe it is and maybe it plays into him being a target and sinning is that, you know, Thomas, I'm sorry, Caleb is probably maybe 12, 10. He's coming of age and he keeps looking at his sister in the wrong way. Yes, he's looking at her at her chest, at her breast. You know, the, in this scene, it's the second time he does it. Mm -hmm. So and I don't know if that plays into maybe what happens to him later. I think it kind of does. So that's why I'm pointing it out. And then as they're there, you know, they're, they seem to get along. Mm -hmm. But then Mercy shows up. That's right. the little... The other little sister, the, one of the, of the twins. twins. Yeah. And she is approaching them through, you know, this little grassy area of the brook on a broomstick or on a stick. Right. And she's walking around like a witch and she says, There's been there's a witch here. I saw her flying. And then she claims that Thomason is a witch. Right. And then Thomason debatable, right? Whether she's lying. Mm -hmm. or not throughout the whole movie is saying she is telling mercy i am a witch mm -hmm. 
You know, I made a pact with the devil and all, you know, I think it is to scare her. I, I don't think, I, I agree with you. I think she did that. She just played along with the kid to, to freak, to her, freak out. her out. Like kids do to each other. Exactly. You know, and, I, yeah. And just maybe took it a little bit too far. I think she took it a bit far. I mean, it's still a little kid. Yes. You know, but did Mercy really see a witch? Because of the way she was talking, I think Mercy did see a witch. Mm-hmm. I agree. She I, gave I details know. that we, that were hinted at, well, not really hinted, but that were basically flat out there with yeah. the whole baby thing. Yeah. Um, she also, then Mercy actually tells her sister, mother hates you. I don't think she's wrong there. <laughs> I don't think she's wrong. This this mom is not well. And understandably because of the, the grief. I mean, I, I get it why she would be mad at Tom, because she thinks that well, she's blaming her for Sam going missing because it was on her watch. Right. So I can, I guess, understand that. But it's like, calm down, lady. You know, you still have all these other kids to care for, too. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, pay attention. Now, apparently Catherine had this silver chalice. We, kn- I didn't, I don't remember seeing it ever. With a cup. Or a cup that would belong to her dad. And we find out that William sold it. Mm-hmm. To try to help them. He traded it with a Native American. Mm-hmm. Uh, Catherine discovered that it's missing. And she, of course, blames Thomason. Because if you lost the baby, well, clearly you stole the cup or you did something with the cup. Yeah. And they're arguing about this at dinner. And William doesn't defend Thomason at all about mm. the cup. He doesn't even say, hey, I did it. I right. sold it. Right. I mean... Come right. on. Yeah. Catherine does point out, and she is right, that there is something unnatural amiss at the farm. And there is, because this all started with Sam disappearing, and even their crops are dying. Which now I'm starting to really think, uh, I'll, I'll contribute to that information later. <laughs> okay. Now, prior to this dinner, where everybody's accusing everybody of everything, um, William had actually told Caleb to lie and not mention anything about the cup to his mom. Isn't that sinning? Yes, it is. All right, then. Mm -hmm. So we're in a descent of sin from here on. Even when the mom asks him where they were, he says, oh, we were looking for apples, but they we couldn't find any. And that's why we didn't say anything. So William has now encouraged Caleb mm-hmm. to lie. Again, more hypocrisy here. And not just that, that's opening the door yes. for them, right, with this whole paranoia that the devil could come in. Well, yes, because it's creating conflict within all the members of the family. Right. And I think that is the intent. Right. So that same night with the with the dinner, Thomason goes to check on the goats because that's one of the things they have to do before bed. Uh, you know, I, I kind of missed the reason why, but she's there to check on them and she sees the rabbit there. Yes. So now this is more of an alert. Like, okay, this rabbit is the witch. Mm-hmm. Right? I did look up the meaning behind this rabbit. I found it on Reddit, so I don't know how reliable this is. But there is folklore that rabbits are their familiars, mm-hmm. basically, for a witch. So that explains the rabbit. And I th- for sure, it's in relation to the witch. If she's not, she could be transforming into the animal. Like, that's the whole r- I can see that. Yeah. If... if- it had been Caleb who had seen the hare, the the rabbit. Mm-hmm. He would have been freaked out because it was the exact same rabbit. You would know right. that it was. But yeah. she just took it like, what the hell is this rabbit doing there? Well, yeah, because, you, I mean, you are out in the wild initially. And you it's know. a stare down with the rabbit, too, yet again. Yeah, but she didn't seem yeah. to find this. I mean, she looked at it like, huh, but that's that's it. That same night, I mean, it's not like there's much privacy in this little cottage. Yeah. Okay. There there are no doors inside of it. The parents sleep in this bed with a canopy, but it's cloth. I mean, come on. There's, really? Downstairs. Right. And the kids sleep upstairs. In a loft. In a loft. And I love how the parents are like, are you guys asleep? 
Really? You really think the kids are going to tell you yes? Yeah. No, we're listening, mom and dad. Like, I come mean, on. It's like the stupidest question ever. Right. So Catherine and William talk about sending Thomason away. To give her away. Or to serve a family. Right. I so, w- I don't know. Like, you have a question mark here. For money? For, is it for money? I don't understand that? what the purpose of that either. Was it for... Right. I put for money or was it because... I mean, for sure it's because they're sick of her. Yes. <laughs> well, at least the mom is. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I don't know. That one I'm not too sure. I think it's for money purposes because they said, oh, they she can serve them well. So hopefully they're getting some kind of, or maybe food, something in return for it. Yeah. Clearly the kids are awake. And Caleb decides to run away during the night to try and find food. Because that that's the other reason. Oh, maybe that's what it is. Since they don't have enough food. So he give thinks, your kid away? I don't know. So he thinks, because he's a child, right? He thinks, you know, the hero thing. I can save this family. Let me go hunt and that'll solve the problem. Mm-hmm. Of course, Thomason finds him and she's like, I'll go with you. I don't want you to go alone. Don't do this. It's fine. And they go together into the wood. With the dog. With the dog. Fowler. Always, always with the dog. They do, at the hunting trap, there's an animal there. Now, I don't know what the hell the animal is, okay? But that's not enough to feed everyone. Yeah. But the kid is excited because now he thinks, like I said, that he's going to be the hero and Mm -hmm. saves the, the family. But guess who shows up? The rabbit. And now the rabbit runs away, and so does the dog. And dog then Caleb follows. It. Now Thomason and Caleb get separated because Caleb goes to chase the rabbit to try and kill it. And they did take the horse. Oh, yes. And the horse freaks out. And runs away. makes sense. Yeah. And Thomason falls off the horse. Mm-hmm. And I think she's knocked kind of unconscious, sort of. And the horse runs away. Yep. So now what? Now they're in one hell of a pickle. The parents are looking for Caleb and Thomason because now they've woken up. I'm assuming a lot of time has gone by. Right. Because now Caleb is lost in the woods looking for the rabbit. Thomason presumably did pass out or, you know, kind of hit her head and time has gone by. Caleb, of course, finds the dog dead. Brutally. Disemboweled. Brutally. And it's It's still kind of alive. I'm just like, of course. It was horrible. Yeah. And then he sees the rabbit again. And now he finds this cute little, it looks like a little fairy tale, right? Initially, this cute little cottage thing in the middle of the woods. It's something you feel. Like the evil witch, like in Hansel and Gretel. Hansel and Gretel, even though I've never heard that story. You know that? What? I've never heard Hansel and Gretel or read it or, you know. Mm -hmm. Okay. What? Stop looking at me like that. I know about Goldilocks and the three little pigs, but the Hansel and Gretel. Three little pigs? You mean the bears? Oh, yeah. Three little pigs from the shining <laughs> horror state of mind. Oh, my God. <laughs> the three little bears. But the... Oh, my God. Yeah. The, I'm going to have to tell the, you about Hansel The big bad wolf. Yes. Right? As he's approaching this cottage, this young woman, of course, she's, you know, pretty. Beautiful. Comes out. And, you know, he, again, because he's at that age, of course, he's like, oh, yeah, he's hitting puberty. It's normal. Right. So he's intrigued. So the witch gets closer and she kisses him. But as she's kissing him, she puts her hand on his head and it's an old lady's yeah, hand. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Like, man, whatever you took is not working for your hands, lady. That, you know, I was going to say that. Apparently the baby blood or fat, whatever, wasn't enough. Because clearly not, it wore off quite quickly. Yeah, I mean, again, we don't know how much. I don't think much time has gone by since Sam went missing. Mm-hmm. So I think it has. I think some time has gone by. You think so? Yes, I do. Well, then it still it's doesn't last very off long. No. The effects clearly it's wearing because off. her hand is like <laughs> like an old shriveled up ugh, yeah. hag. Thomason is back at the at the farm, and now Caleb is missing. Now it's her fault again. Yep. I mean, it does look very suspicious to her, yeah, on her behalf. Yeah, there is all this going back and forth, and mm-hmm. accusations, and guilt, and sinning, and it's just it's one big cluster. Yes, and then Caleb comes back 
It's raining, and he's naked. Mm-hmm. And Thomason is the one who finds him. Find out what happens next after this break. So Caleb is weird. Mm-hmm. He's not himself. They're tending to him, right? Right. He's kind of catatonic. And Mercy, you know, this little bitch, she's, she's so fucking annoying. I can't stand that little girl. <laughs> I can't stand the twins. Yeah. She is still claiming that Thomason is a witch. Mm-hmm. The twins and Thomason are in the barn. Thomason is milking a goat, and the goat releases blood. Right. Instead of milk. Mm-hmm. Okay. Caleb is, like I said, he's bad. William wants to go back to the plantation. Catherine's like, why? You're going to leave us alone. We don't even, you don't even have a horse. Like, what the hell are you thinking? How are you going to make, and she, I mean, she is right. Like, yeah. what is he going to do? Yes. Right? And Catherine is convinced that it's witchcraft. I have to agree. I now, agree. especially that Caleb came back. Because, Looking the way he does. Exactly. So they have Caleb up in, in the loft and they're caring for him and they're there. That particular morning day, who knows? Honestly, because it's so gloomy, you don't know you can't what tell. time of day it is. It always looks like it's dusk always. or dawn. Exactly. So we'll just say that day. And he starts screaming mm-hmm. and just babbling all these weird things. And then he starts contorting and He's all of this. possessed. Well, He's definitely, for sure, clearly possessed. Yeah. Or just under, right, some kind of witchcraft spell, something. and. William and Catherine are there. Tom, well, everybody's there. He can't open his mouth, mm-hmm. so they pry it open, and an apple comes out. Yes, it was just like ew, mildly and, disturbing. Yeah, and then he goes into another pitch, but he doesn't sound like himself. He sounds like a woman. Think mm. about how he looked, his physical appearance, True. and how, the way, and yeah. and the way he. There was a certain. The body language? The body language was there, but there was a certain um, undertone. Mm, That's a good point. Actually, there was a certain sexual undertone to what he was saying as what I think the witch was saying through him. Mm. I didn't really catch that, so that's interesting. I thought it was interesting. And then I, of course, afterwards, because I thought about that, Mm -hmm. went back and looked to see and what I what I found was that it was possessed he was she sorry the witch was speaking through him hmm. and taunting God so to speak. Mm. The kid did a great job. Oh yes. That boy was amazing. He did very good with that because you went from, you know, being a masculine little kid to and just like his body, you know, you're right, like the body movements and just the way he was acting like it was the very voice, good acting. The way he Side at the side at the yes, end. Yes, that's right. The it side. was almost a sigh of ecstasy if you kind think of. about it. Yeah. So uh, yeah. there was a lot going on there. And during this, when he's doing all these we- this weird conversation, the family starts praying. Right. Mm-hmm. The twins forget the prayer. Right. Right. It was the whole like walking in the, sh- you know, in the valley. I don't. They were singing. Yeah. They were not singing. They were <laughs> saying the Our Father. Yes. Sorry. Thank you. Because okay. I don't really know what this is. <laughs> yeah. But the twins forgot it. So of course now the family's like, how could you forget? Well, this is a sign that they are possessed because they cannot. They cannot. They cannot utter the, they the Lord's prayer. They, they cannot. It will not come out of their mouth. And they kind of pass out. But they in go the into corner. these weird convulsions, yes. though. Yes, so that was very strange. Um, Thomason is able to say it, so that's where I'm like, okay, she she can't be a witch because right. she's still able to talk it. But they were bewitched. I think you the, think the so? twins were bewitched, yes. They were always singing that stupid song about, oh, that's true, about Black, Black Philip, Philip the goat. And that's right. there was some kind of weirdness between them and that goat all the time. Yeah, that's a good point. Huh. Okay. Well, good point. Mm-hmm. All of the, and then poor Caleb dies with right. that sigh. Right. Of course, now Catherine, forget it. If this woman wasn't crazy, dad said it all. Now she's really fucked. <laughs> <laughs> he did say that. That was hilarious. Like, that's it. Like, this woman is now going to be out of her mind. And this really makes her spiral right. into grief and just, like, 
I'm not going to say insanity, but just overcome with grief and that's it. This woman and has lost And they her all mind. turn on, her parents turn on Thomason. Yes. The mom and the dad, even the dad who had been defending her on and off throughout yes. the movie, except when, you know, the whole the cup, cup thing came up. Because yeah. conveniently, then he decided he not decided to. He decided not to, which is another sin, right? Yes, why it would is. you Why would you let your kid take, take the blame. fall? Yes, for, for, your, for your sin. Right. So William is full of Yeah, he's sin. full of shit. And she calls him on that. She calls yes. him on his bullshit outside yes. when he's accusing her. Because she runs out and he runs out after her. Yeah. And she tells him, this is bullshit. You are the one who's sinning. You're lying to mom. You did this and this and this. And he realizes it. Right. But yet he continues to accuse her of being a witch. Right. And she says it's the twins. Yeah. And you know what? She's right. Yeah. But he decides to barricade all three of his living children mm -hmm. in the barn with all the goats. Yeah. Including, including Black Phillip. Who looks disturbing. Yes. Black Phillip has something. What is it with goats and devil and things? Like, I mean, I, I sh that's my fault. I should have looked this up myself because I've noticed in possession movies or movies it's dealing with devil. It's always a poor devil, goat. It's always so a goat. What is the issue with the goat? I, I don't know. It's something that we'll have to look up we'll have to be to a little look, bit more educated in this. Because there has to be some kind of symbolism. And when in these movies, they don't look as cute. No, they don't. They, they look, they make it seem like they are evil. So right. I'm like, what's the and deal? The irony is that I want to have a farm with goats on it, particularly <laughs> like the dwarf goats, because well, I think they're adorable. The little white goats in the movie were cute. They were so It's cute. the Black Philip was the one that's very intimidating. Like, he looks evil. Well, he was big, too. He was a right. bigger goat, and maybe he was a male why. goat. So, yeah. you know. Anyway, maybe this could be a good Tuesday take yes. when we look up mm -hmm. about this symbolism. So they are barricaded in the, in the barn, and this is... Their last night. This is everybody's last night. Oh, yes. It okay. definitely is. Catherine is now certifiably insane. She has this vision that she sees or hears Caleb and Sam. Well, Caleb is sitting on something. And yes. he has Sam in his arms. Right. And he presents her with a book to sign. Oh, I didn't remember that. So thank yes. you. <laughs> she, she's seeing a fantasy. Right. But what he is really doing is he's compelling her to sign on the book the book to join guess who the devil satan right right william is now but wait this is when 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 they pan out mm -hmm. before you go on to william this is when you see what is really happening and it's that bird that's pecking at her breast. Right. There she is thinks no it's Caleb. Sam. Yeah. Right. She thinks it's Sam is in, in her arms. Mm -hmm. And it's just bizarre. It, it is, is bizarre. A freaky scene because she's seeing one thing, but you, the audience, see what's, what's, what's really, really happening. Going on. Right. And I think those ravens and crow, they're also associated yeah. with, you know, evil. Mm -hmm. And then William is having his own mental breakdown and, you know, confessing to God that. He has messed up. Yes. And he sure has. And doesn't he now go on? I have to mention this because we haven't said it, but this man is chopping wood throughout this movie <laughs> like a fucking maniac. Yeah, he is. Because I think he goes out now to go and chop wood some more. And yeah. your dad's like, what the hell? And you see this mountain of mm -hmm. wood. Like, yep. would they really use that much wood throughout the winter? I would assume so. Well, I but, think so. You but know. it was ridiculous. It this was is a lot. all this guy did. Every time they would focus on him, his physical activity was chopping wood. Well, because that's all he could do. He <laughs> wasn't a good hunter. Yeah. He's obviously not, he doesn't have a green thumb. No. So None of them clearly Maybe do. it was a way for him to feel like, okay, I guess this is the only thing I can contribute as the man of the house. Like, mm -hmm. I can't grow. I can't hunt. Obviously, my kids are insane or they're witches and <laughs> I sold a, a cup and still couldn't get shit. So it could be... I'm one big liar. Exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. I found this scene creepy. It's the witch... She's in the barn mm -hmm. with the kids. Yes. And she's drinking from the goat. Yes. it's the And she's old again. Mm-hmm. And it's blood. Yeah. 
and she turns around to look at them, but it's you, the viewer, and she does that classic witch laugh, mm-hmm. but it's not funny. No, it's a cackle, but a really scary-ass cackle. And then we're the done with cuts that out. scene. William wake up, wakes up the next morning. Now the goats are dead. The twins are gone. Mm-hmm. Thomason, of course, is there. Right. Just laying there, and she has blood on her hands. Right. So this man is like, fuck it. <laughs> what is happening here? And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Black Philip, mm-hmm. the goat, mm-hmm. rams him. Yep. Because this sucker has big ass horns on him. He sure does. He is one horny goat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and where does he rams him haha, against his pile of, of wood, wood, which then falls on William, very ceremoniously, right? Like, yeah, like... You chopped all this wood and now it killed you. It killed you. Well, it added, you. it added to killing <laughs> yeah. him. Catherine comes out of the house. She is, you know... Nuts. Nuts. She, she sees, gets... She sees Thomason's hands are covered in right. blood. Right, and now, of course, William is dead. Everyone's She's, dead. Yeah, she takes in everything. The goats, yeah. the, other, the other goats are dead. Mm-hmm. The husband's dead. Where are the kids? Where are the twins? They're gone. It's you. You're evil. And she attacks Thomason. Yep. Like, attacks her that she's going to kill her. Yes. Yes. She starts strangling her. But then Thomason gets Grabs the upper knife. hand and kills Catherine. Yeah. AKA her She mom. hits her the first time. Yeah. And that's when the mom decides to start strangling her. Mm-hmm. And Thomason, trying to stay alive, then takes and bashes her more with that knife. Yep. And finally kills her and her mom just drops dead right on top of her. Yep. Thomason is now alone mm-hmm. in this wilderness with no skills. Right. She goes into the house. And Paul, sleeps. Yeah, she falls she asleep on the at table. the table. Yeah. You know, kind of like when you were in school and you had heads down. Right. You would sleep like that. She wakes up at night. She leaves the house. She she goes into the barn and Black Philip is in there. Yes. And you you don't see it, but he's talking to her. Mm-hmm. Asking her basically, do you want a better life? Yes. I mean, basically, that's what it is. He says, what does thou want or some shit like that? Right. And I mean, what choice does she have? But then he says, do you want butter? Like. Yeah. (laughs) I would imagine that that may have been a a commodity in those days. I think so. Do you want pretty dresses? Right. Do you want a better life? Do you want to live deliciously? Yes. That's ironic. Yeah. And the voice was whispered. There is now a devil walking behind her, or a man, you know. Philip, Black Philip takes the form of a human. Or whatever it is, because you don't see it. Right. It's dark. Right. And I like it, because you don't get a full picture, you get a hint that it's- I like that they did that. It's a large person behind her, basically. And Mm -hmm. it's something, it's a, the person is adorned in pretty fabrics, and you can tell that it's- Somewhat. Right. But there is an allure to his voice. Yes. Because it's not an evil voice. No. It's very appealing. Like, oh. It's very appealing. It's very sedating. Yeah. It's it's playing on what a teenager would probably want. Right. Especially one that's gone through all this fucking hell. Right. And vulnerable. And he opens the book again. Because she can't bring herself to sign it. And he says to her, I will guide you. You know what I think it is? I don't think it's that she can't. I don't think she knows how. Oh, this is true. You I don't did, think she knows how right. to write. She doesn't know how to write. Or read, probably. That yes, was very, I think she said that. Yeah. she's. It's very popular back then. So I think it's... Because the way she says it, it's that she doesn't know how to write right. her name. And he says, I will guide you. Right. I don't think it's about hesitating. It's about, I don't know how to write. Right. Yes. Yeah, I agree. And it's at the perfect time because she's vulnerable as well. Of course. Like, what the fuck is she going to do? I mean, come on. She just murdered her mom. Not just that. You're out in the middle of nowhere with no resources. Everybody's dead. Yeah. Except you. Exactly. Yeah. We figure out that she clearly does write her name or guy gets guided to write her name. Then we see her walking naked into the woods just calmly. And she stumbles upon a group of women. And Black Philip is with her, but as, as a, a goat, goat again. That's right. 
And it's this huge bonfire. These women are around it, dancing with those sticks. Rubbing the sticks. Mm -hmm. So you made an observation. Were the twins in the bonfire? Because I had read that somewhere right after the movie. I looked up everything about this movie. And it's a theory that the twins are in well, the bonfire. Well, that would make sense because they need that. Right. In and order we don't know what to happened. get their fuel for right. their sticks. Right. Which sounds funny for their sticks. <laughs> yeah, it does. And you start see the you start seeing the women levitating. Right. So you know it's she's part of a coven now. Yeah. She walks up to this circle. Coven, yeah. And then you see her start levitating and she's and happy, laughing. But she actually seems happy. happy. You throughout the whole movie she's not happy. Nobody in this movie is there is not one smile, not one laugh. Right. Maybe in the moment when her and Caleb were at the brook or at the little stream. That was the only time. That was maybe the only moment where you see them kind of smiling, laughing, enjoying life as children. Right. For a fraction of a second till Mercy comes and ruins it. But right. <laughs> but you see utter joy in her. Yes. She is now part of this coven yeah. of witches and she flies up. And you see her way high, as tall as the trees. And Seeing the movie everything, ends. yes. And the movie ends. And that's where it ends. And that's where it ends. Bravo. Okay, sound and movie. Let's dive Take into this because I really enjoyed the 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 sound because mm -hmm. it's really sound. There is music, of course, but yeah. the sound in this movie really got my attention this time around more so, obviously, than the first time. Mm -hmm. So I did a little digging and I found that the film composer, Mark Corbin, mm -hmm. Um, actually has this one-of-a-kind noisemaker hmm. that he has affectionately dubbed the Apprehension Engine. Hmm. He was tired of the same old samples of, you know, that they use in movies. Yeah. And if you watch, the, the there's a video out there. If you look it up under the Apprehension Engine, mm -hmm. you'll see this contraption that he made. And it's got all these different things, because I don't know what they are. <laughs> on it mm -hmm. and it's made out of wood and he literally hits them and they make different types of eerie sounds oh so that's cool here's one of the um let me get this up so you can hear this Eesh. yeah so all this is made with that apprehension engine that mm. he created it was nice. to me. It was fascinating, so I figured, why not share? I thought it was great. Absolutely. I mean, and it added a unique sound to the movie. Yep. It sounds like a colonial time, mm -hmm. but with witchcraft. I don't know if that even makes any sense, but it that just tells you what it is. It just fit the movie. Yeah. Hand in hand. Ironically, now that you mention it, and I think I mentioned it after we when we talked about the movie right after. Mm -hmm. This was many, 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 many years before the Salem Witch Trials. Okay, it was. Yes. Okay, that's good to know. Mm-hmm. Because I never really remember when that was. Yeah, this was way before the Witch so Trials. So this is the beginning of that. I would say this is one of the beginnings to that era of uh, yeah. extreme paranoia. Makes sense. All right, best scene. What's your favorite scene? The Black Philip takes human form scene. Okay. I found that scene to be unnerving, and there was such an evil mm -hmm. undertone, but it was so subtle. Yeah. Like, the way he- It was tasteful. It was tastefully done, yes. Deliciously Deliciously tasteful. done. <laughs> I like <laughs> that, says. huh? It's true. Yeah. I, and I just, I love that scene. I thought it was just so well done. You don't see him- He's implied. You kind of see, but you don't. And he's evil. He is so evil, yet so alluring. Right. Because of the voice that he uses. Mm -hmm. Right. He's not scary sounding. And the way he says, do you want to live deliciously? deliciously. Yeah, you really like that line. I did. I thought that, that. It's giving me goosebumps. Right. The thought of it gives me goosebumps. So I, I love that scene. <laughs> so how about you? What's your favorite scene? It was hard to choose because I... You know, this is the third time I see it. I think the whole movie is just beautiful and it's amazing. And it's it's hard because it's a big scene, the mm -hmm. whole movie in a way. But I think the ending is powerful. 
And kind of like vampires, I think witches have been turned into, oh, it's a sexy witch or it's cartoony and all of this. And I do think witches, right, what it's supposed to be is actually pretty scary. Mm -hmm. And I think this did it the right way in the folklore way. You know, yes, they they are flying with a broomstick, but it's not a broomstick. You know, it's just yeah. a stick from a nature because yeah. they are technically from nature, right? right? Like in a way. And I just think the whole coven and her feeling that happiness and the levitating and it's kind of girl power. Yeah. Right. In a, way. in a way, but obviously in a evil way. But it's it's just that empowering, like, now mm-hmm. she's a woman on her own. And she's free. And she's free. Well, are they, though? Because aren't they with the devil? Anyway. Well, I mean, she's free within that coven compared right. to her life before. Well, right. And she's free from religion, mm-hmm. which is, you know, a big Yet, thing back then. She's in a re- but different she's in type one. of religion. Right. But I don't think she's tied down. Right. With all these. Well, if she wants to exit, you, you know what the... She's going to be deliciously dinner. <laughs> right, right. And it's just the whole, and it's just so well done that it's not cheesy, right? That it's these witches and a coven together. It's yeah. just like, it's a powerful scene around the fire and her levitating. And it's yeah, that. It's is that. a very cool scene. It's the whole thing of, when you said it, she's so happy now and mm-hmm. she's powerful while she's happy and free. Mm-hmm. And the whole like, it is up, it's a woman up mm-hmm. in the air and... It's a, it's a powerful thing for femininity as well. So I just like the end. Along okay. with a lot of other scenes, but... <laughs> so what about best character for you? Honestly, it's not that I hated everybody, but I just didn't really care for anyone in particular. I didn't like anybody. Hmm. You? I actually liked Thomason. Okay. And, but I also... But I think... That Caleb was the best character of all of them. Hmm. And you know why? Because he had the most common sense among them, including the adults. He hmm. was like the heart of that group. Hmm. I thought he wa- his character was actually, until he got contaminated, pure. Yeah. Really pure. He didn't have... I don't think he was looking at his sister. I know, but I also think that's because the devil was there already. Mm. But I think that before that, I think that he was probably a good kid with a good heart. That's my point, Mm -hmm. is he has a good heart. There's not this whole conflict. I think he's like the family mediator. Okay. I can see that. Thomason, I liked her because... I think that her family pushed her to be what she turned out to be at the end. Mm -hmm. She was not the witch. She was not evil. Right. I agree. I don't think she was a witch. I think her parents were evil. And I think those twins were evil. The parents were evil because they were just so, I mean, so senseless. They were so dog driven towards what they felt was the right thing. Yeah. Without using some common sense either. So makes sense. I, I really I liked her too. So both of them um just resonated with me. Okay. What about best unlikable character? Oh. I actually need to change this. It's the twins. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm typing it in for no reason, but the twins were irritating. And I I, re- I remember what I was gonna say. It makes sense that perhaps they were maybe not possessed, but influenced already from the witch, because since they were around Black Phillip and always singing about him, that means the devil was already oh, getting to them. Oh, he was there from quite a while. Right, so that makes sense, and putting why they're so irritating, and then they're causing doubt, mm-hmm. which is the devil's work, right? Yeah, They're causing course. doubt within the family of blaming Thomason for being a witch. Mm-hmm. And everybody is weak-minded. Yes. And that's where the devil comes in. So, uh, best unlikable character, the twins. For me, it was actually Black Phillip. Because of my favorite scene, I just was like, wow. I did have Black Phillip, but he was cool at the same time. So, it was kind of... Because the twins were the... That's what makes him the best unlikable character. His it was hard. His coolness, his evilness, but... Not, you know what I mean? Yeah. How subtle that was. Yeah. And just terrifying. All right, let's go to what character would you be in the movie? I chose Thomason for you because I think you, you would stand your ground because she kept saying, it's not me. Yeah. 
And the way she, you know, spoke back to her father, like, what the fuck? Mm -hmm. Like, you don't defend me. You're a sinner, too. Like, what the hell's going on here? Right. And I think you would be, you you do, you stand up for what you believe in. And that's basically what she's doing. Mm -hmm. So that's why I chose her. And you would probably be a cool witch. (laughs) (laughs) I think so, too. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And for you, I actually chose Caleb for the reasons that I said why I liked him as a character. Nice. He's the heart and soul. He's the common sense. Um, Yeah. And that kind of, not kind of, that is you. Thanks. The heart and soul of our family is you. Aw, And the one who always has the common sense, but also the heart, is you. Aw, thank you. You're welcome. Nice. Does it hold up? I put yes. Yes on the second try. On the second try. And uh, yes, I would watch this movie again. Oh, I would too. I would watch it right now just Mm -hmm. to see it again. Yes. All right. And now to our seven rules on how to survive a horror movie. All right. Rule number one, don't say hello or who's there. Rule number two, turn on the lights or in this case, the candles. (laughs) (laughs) Number Rule number three, don't split up. Rule number four. Don't go upstairs, in the basement, the attic, the woods. <laughs> Rule number five, why are you going in there if it says don't enter? Looks creepy, dangerous, woods. <laughs> Rule number six, make sure the bad guy is dead. And rule number seven, no Ouija board. Or in this case, it would be no Black Philip, the goat. Or the book thing. Yes. Don't sign that book. So I guess Catherine didn't sign the book. No, she got killed. Yeah, all right. So I have that they split up because Thomas and Caleb split up. Willie, multiple times of splitting up. And you can say, why are you going in there or don't go into the woods? Mm -hmm. Because clearly the woods are not a safe place. (laughs) Not in this case. Not in this. Well, and even in general, it's always risky. But in this case, yeah. But this is a different type of Yes. So those are the rules. You agree with the rule breaking? Absolutely, yes. Scream Award. How many times does Erica scream in a movie? Ah! I put one out of five. I think I screamed once of something. Yes, you did. Up. I think when the witch was in the barn. Oh, yeah. I think that's when you were like, ah! Yeah. But that's it. Because It's it not wasn't a screamer wanna... type of movie. Exactly. It's a mental type of this is really screwed up kind of movie. Exactly. So. And if you want to watch The Witch 2, you can... As we did, rent it on Vudu. You can also rent it on Apple TV, YouTube, Redbox, and Amazon. My final thoughts on this. I read that when Thomason is praying at the beginning, mm-hmm. asking for forgiveness, that that is what opened the door for chaos, for the devil to come in. How Because so? it's a weakness. Ah, uh-huh. okay. And that's because... I mean, we don't know how much time has gone by. We don't know what happened a week before her praying, but it seems like obviously when she prayed everything. That opened Pandora's box, so to speak? Yeah. I'm curious as to how they got Black Philip, the goat. Me too, because when they showed them leaving the plantation, I mean, I'd have to go back and look. Did they have animals with them? Besides the horse. Right. And like, the how did they get the chickens? How did they get right. the goat? Maybe they were all packed up in there. I don't know. But right. I, I'm curious because I almost feel like Black Phillip came along later. Right. It's not implied or anything. I'm just wondering, wondering how he came to be there. Right. Did he just show up and they kept him? Did, and, yeah. and why didn't the parents think it was weird that these kids, these twins were like obsessed with this well, goat. mom, I mean, it's an animal and then they're kids. Yeah, I guess. That's like being obsessed with the dog. It's just that it's a goat. Like, yeah. They don't, I mean, come on. That that one, I can't. All you right, know. all right. You're right. Kids. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. The only thing is, is that William said he traded, you know, with a Native American, you know, the silver cup. Maybe they traded animals. We right. don't know if maybe That's there true. is some kind of Native American camp nearby. Maybe William goes on runs with the mm-hmm. horse, you know, to materials. Yeah. We don't know that side of it. So we can, we have some... I'm going to have to look that up and see if I can find anything. Because I just want to know how they acquired him. Black Phillip? Yeah. I don't think we're ever going to know. <laughs> so, anyway, the the final thought is that. That she opened the door. She was hesitant when they were leaving the plantation. Because she obviously, and clearly by the devil's questions, she wanted to have... 
a good life, mm-hmm. it sounds like. I think so. She wanted well, to not be in this kind of life. If you remember, at one point, she and Caleb had a conversation yeah. about when they lived in England. That's what I was and, saying, and she was and talking about glass. Of having glass and right. how life was over there and yeah. how she missed living there. Right. So it, it implies that they had a better life there. It's just that William brought them here because of religious, religious persecution, stuff. and right. now... Now they're, they're in this misery. Right. I think it's a beautiful movie. It portrays a witch, I think, in the right way, like I was saying. And it's I would watch it again, like I said. I would too. Definitely. All right. And that's a wrap on The Witch. Thank you for joining us today at Horror Cafe. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook with our handle at Horror Cafe Podcast. And we also have a website, horrorcafepodcast.com. Please comment, like, subscribe, send us emails. We'd love to hear from you. We love feedback and fan mail. I get really excited when I get an email from our followers. And please send us emails because we really read them and we do reply. And please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. That'll really help us out. You can leave the star review. And if you can leave a comment, that would be great too. Absolutely. We really appreciate it. And until next time... Stay spooky. Bye, everyone. Bye.